Well, hey, folks, and welcome to the Logos Uncovered. I am Doug Brown, as always, joined by Andrew Whitman. What's up, my man? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, buddy. Yeah, it sounds like you had a good week, and and uh, hope everybody else out there uh, did too. Um, today's Friday for anyone who's <laughs> attention on this recently, but uh, so yeah, it's always good to get in here and, and kind of um, you know, I always look forward to the weekend just to have extra time with the kids and stuff. But I always look forward to Fridays. Uh, when we're recording because it's just it's just a great way to kind of wrap up the week and get me excited about what's coming yeah dude i mean i love our time together yeah yeah so anyway what we uh last last episode we jumped into season three of our uh, what we call walking with the lord um which obviously has a lot of religious connotation and i kind of picked that for a reason but uh yeah you know we did clear up a lot we of that did yeah we did when we started in amos 3 3 remember that right tell me what do you remember what, what what do we start? Well, I can, can I can paraphrase. That's all we need that, is to paraphrase. Uh, that for two to walk together, they must agree. Yeah. Can two walk together except they be agreed? There you go. Right. Yeah. That's our jumping off. Yeah. And you also laid out some really cool stuff in in the Psalm 23, the redemptive, the seven redemptive names of God. Yeah. Um, man, this was so cool. And you know, it's so nice because this is such a a simple, practical jumping off place for like how do we do this whole walk with God thing? Mm. What's this look like? What do we, how do we do it? It, it sounds simple and it's kind of been turned into a little hokey religious thing, but um, you helped us make it really practical. So I really, I appreciate that. And, and uh, I put it up the descriptions of the, the seven names in the, so yeah. if you go back and listen to the podcast, it should be available. I didn't put the 23rd Psalm part up there, but you could um, do that. Yeah. It's in yeah. your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's just nice. What you're saying is I go through and look at, read these and kind of pick which names you identify with certain things. Yeah. Um, and it could, and listen, yeah. this is the beauty of the word. It's fresh and new every single time. So depending on where you are in your life and what's going on in your life, the the word have different applications to it. You it'll it, the Holy mm. Spirit will bring to your mind different a- aspects of what He's doing in your life. And one time it could be, you know, Jehovah Jireh. Another time it could be, which is my pro- material provider. Another time it could be, you know, Jehovah Rapha, my healer. He's providing physical healing. Another time it could be a mental, you know, health right. or guidance. Another time it could be emotional health. Right. Another time it could be He's bringing harmonious relationships. So really, whatever you're going through. It's, it it'll make sense to you based on what that's that's the beauty of the word, man. Yeah, no, it's it's so simple. And the, the, I was going over. I told you this. Right? I was going over this with with my daughter, my eight year old uh, Allie, and you know, teaching her the I've I've learned. I'm learn. I'm getting better. Um, we're not just gonna like sit down and have like Bible class like that. <laughs> that I tried that didn't work at all. No. Right. So what I'll do is I'll be on the porch like in the morning. And I'll be reading, I'll go through this, and she'll come out and say, hey, come here for a second, let me show you something really cool. And I, I said, you, do you know what this book is? And she's like, well, it's the Bible. I said, yeah, but you know which one? I said, this is, this is the Psalms. I said, this is written, you know who King David was? She's like, yeah, I know King David. So it's like, well, he wrote all these, or most of them. Yeah. And if you look, like a lot of it is kind of poetry. They're songs that he was singing. Like he, he, he had such a, he was so close with God, he wrote songs and poetry, all kinds of things. But this is the fam- one of the most famous ones. And I said, the really cool thing about this is, look, he, how's it start off? And she read, like, the Lord is my shepherd. I said, stop right there. You know why this is cool? Is because he's pretending almost like he's a sheep. Like he's writing this as a sheep, which is 
which is kind of neat. I it said, is pretty neat. I said, you know what else, Allie? I said, he was a shepherd. So he's both sheep and, and shepherd. shepherd. Right. And so, and wow. she's like, she kind of looked at me. I said, let, let, let's read through it. So we, we read through a little bit of it. Um, and of course, it's like, you know, I get it like a minute maybe. It's like one little spoonful. And that's it's, all. It's like, yeah. hey, daddy, what's a, some right. random, what's the capital of Washington? Like right. some yeah, random, yeah. like out of nowhere. But my point is it was really cool to kind of get, see her reaction that um you know the the whole shepherd sheep thing and right. then what really what i thought was cool is i was going through the second thing you know he makes me lie down on green pastures and i know you've got you had listed like Jeho- uh, jehovah shama I, like f- the thing that jumped out of me for that was when i'm taking them to the park the girls to the park mm-hmm. and i'm watching them play they're able to run around and have fun because I'm watching. I'm so you're Jehovah, the banner. I'm Jehovah Nisi. I'm yeah. protection. Like so, rescue. I was thinking like yeah. the sheep are only laying down if it's safe to do so, mm. right? See, that's perfect. They're not man. taking a nap with the wolves walking right. around, right? You know. Um, and then I said, you know, then he leads me beside still waters, and she goes, "Daddy, can sheep swim?" I said, you know, I don't know, but that's probably why it's still water, it's not rough water. Because if it's rough water, wash them, away. wash them away. Like right? he calms the water yeah. to make sure that I'm going to come let you, whether you you know, take a drink or a bath, right. but it's he's going to calm. So anyway, I, it was such so a really good, cool exercise, man. man. It was really, it was a need just to keep it super, super simple and and just put yourself what, in that. In right. That, and well, well, this whole thing, with, that's why it says the gospel is like foolishness to wise men because mm-hmm. it's super, super simple. And we, so what we try to do is mess it up with theological mm. philosophies and theories, and we try to make it harder than it is. But I love that. That's why I said you got to have childlike faith. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that's, it's so good. And see, like that, doesn't that make you like, so you just, even that, however long that was, like three minutes. Maybe. That we, yeah. That you and I just talked about. Yeah. It, or you were talking about it. I mean, I, that makes me feel good good i'm feeling at peace i feel like there's life i feel hope you know not like oh the world's going to hell in mm. a handbasket and there's burning this and rioting that and political unrest or see see the difference where you just shifted your focus right exactly yeah and i told her i said we're gonna go to school says so remember today just think about that the the lord's your shepherd you're like a little sheep the shepherd's watching over and you know, she goes you know what else daddy there's a bunch of angels around us too. <laughs> right. I said, yes, there are. What do they look like? I hadn't seen one yet, but when I do, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, like, but just keep the eyes on Just keep them out of there. No matter what happens at school or whatever, said, said, you, you're, you're under protection and, and he's looking out and, you know, it, he's a good shepherd. He's not going to lose a sheep. Which uh, can I kind of key off of that? Sure. So a lot of people say so they like, you're under protection. Of the shepherd and and the angels, which there is scripture for that, the ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation, right? Um, a lot of people are like, oh, we got to stop and pray for protection, or we got to stop. And we're like, well, we'll go on a trip. We got to pray that they're, you know, we yeah. got to pray for. Protection. It's agree we get there safely, right? Yeah, and all this stuff, you yeah. know. And I, I, I made a statement last week that you don't even have to pray to get born again. Right. right and that right people are like i don't know about that what? but it's like if you look in acts right peter's preaching and yeah. then the holy spirit falls on they start speaking they get baptized not just filled with i mean they're not you know yeah they get born again but then they also get the, a second infilling and they start speaking in tongues right and um they're like that's crazy you don't have to like wrestle and pr-. so here i want to look at this scripture right because it, it kind of takes, because a lot of times we're like, we have to say our prayer, like you rub the rabbit, the mm. the rabbit's foot or, you know, our prayer beads that we have to do so many things, right? That is not what the package of redemption is. 
Jesus did all that, so we have to, don't have to do it. What we do have to do, remember, was present our body mm-hmm. as a living sacrifice and renew our mind. This is part of renewing your mind, that you don't have to be like, oh my goodness, if I don't pray. I have to do this. If I don't yeah. pray, I'm wide open for, you know, attack. Right. Wrong. Jesus, it says that he, you know, did this one time. Remember that last week? Yeah, one time before all. And the other thing, before you go any further, is it was really, really cool to see how his redemptive work is that the total package of salvation? Seven parts. Of seven the parts. Getting the you know becoming a believer, being born again, getting your quote ticket to heaven. That's one little piece. One seventh of one right. Seventh. Remember we talked about right. So that was, was it's groundbreaking. It stuff is huge for and, a lot of folks. And if you don't get that, then you won't understand this verse. Right. So that it's all seven parts. Remember spiritual health, physical health, mental health, mm-hmm. emotional health, social health, harmonious relationships, financial health, and safety is the package. Right. Salvation package. In Romans 1 and verse 16, Paul says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Remember, gospel is good news. What's the good news? It's what we just told you, the yeah. seven parts of the redemptive work. The gospel of Christ is that he did paid for all this one time. For it, not prayer, for it, the gospel, the good news, the redemptive work of Jesus, it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believes. If you believe in the seven parts of this redemptive package, that's the power of your salvation, that package. You get the, that's the power that produces the package in your life right now. Hmm. For whatever areas you don't believe, you don't have power to receive that part of the salvation. That's why a lot of people, they get born again, they stop there, they get one seventh of the package. They believe that they're, you know, oh, I'm going to go to heaven or whatever, you know. Uh, my sins are forgiven. They believe that, but they don't believe in physical health, that they could have health in their body. They don't believe they could have safety. Here's it, right? I don't have to pray for safety. If I believe that that's part of the redemptive work of Jesus, it's the power of God at work for me in getting that salvation package. Does that make sense? It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not like, prayer. Right. Nothing that you could do. The only thing that you have to do, what's the one thing you have to do? Never shift your trust. Right. And that's the believing yeah. part. Never shift your trust. I'm glad you brought that up. That's in um, Colossians 1. And I'd like to look at that. Um, we're gonna. St- I'll read it here in the King James, and then I want to uh, give you the uh, Living Bible version of it because it that's where the never shifting trust language comes in. Colossians one, and it's starting verse twenty two. Colossians one and verse twenty two, it says this: uh, "In the body of his flesh through death." Present, we'll start in 21 because it's talking about Christ. But in you were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind, where? In your mind. By wicked yeah. works. Yet by now he hath reconciled in the body of his flesh through his death to present you holy, unblameable, and unreprovable in his sight. So now, here it is. In your mind, you weren't those things, but he already reconciled. He, in, because of what he did in his death and his human mortal body, you are holy. So how many Christians would say I'm holy? <laughs> how many would you say that you are unblameable? Well, I've done no, right? And how many would say you're unreprovable, which means you have no fault, guilt, right, or sin? No one would say we don't have because it says if anyone says they're without sin, but but in because of what he did, that's how he presents you. Now, all of those things are true. Look at the next verse. It says what? Verse twenty three. Yeah. If you continue, if you continue, if you continue in the faith grounded and settled and not being moved away from the hope of the gospel, the good news, the seven parts of the redemptive work of Jesus, which you have heard, which was preached to every creature. 
So that's your one job is to continue steadfast. I'm going to read it out of the living. The living Bible says this, he has done through the death on the cross of his own human body. And now as a result, Christ has brought you into the very presence of God. And you're standing there before him with nothing left against you. No fault, no sin, no condemnation. The only condition is that you fully believe the truth. The truth is those seven parts of the redemptive package that we told you. The I am uh, the way, the truth, and the life. Your word is truth, Father. Jesus is the word. If you fully believe that, standing steadfast and firm, strong in the Lord, convinced of the good news that Jesus died for you and never shifting from trusting him to save you. Mm. Never shifting trust. You have one job is to never shift trust from the, he saved you. Remember, saved is not just that you got born again. That was one seventh of the package, save salvation. Sozo means made whole. That's mm-hmm. all those seven parts. Right. So I don't have to pray for it all the time. This is part of walking, right? Unless you're agreed. If you don't agree with the seven parts of salvation, the seven parts of the redemptive work of Jesus, the seven parts of peace, right? If you don't agree that that package was made for you, then you don't fully believe the truth. That's the only well, job you have. Think about it like this. What if um, what if you call me like, hey, hey, man, um, I got some really cool, we got to go. Are you free tomorrow afternoon? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Where are we going? I, I Surprise. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. Yeah. And I get in the car with you, and then every two minutes I'm asking you, "Hey, are we still going there? Are we still like if we're going? We're Where going, are we going? What going, is it? Right, right. right. And th- that's that. Me constantly asking those questions would be a sign of I'm not really trusting that you're taking me. If you told me, "Hey, man, we're going to Disney World. Like, bring the kids." Right. And on the whole way, I'm like, uh, "Hey, is this the way? Are you sure? Like, it's not we, as right. It's tickets, not a surprise. Can we get but, in? Right. Can we like? N- there's no belief in right in." I'm just along for the ride and I'm not really. And you're like yakking the whole time, yeah. backseat driving. It's the same, right? So. <laughs> Versus if, if I were to believe, I'd be like, yep. All right. Kids are going to Disney World. Andrew took care of it all. He's got limo service to the private jet. Right. But so <laughs> but we know that. We're going and this is going to be awesome. And we're, we, we go, we don't, we don't question. We're not doubting. We're just. I think, so here's the, what you just said. So let's talk about this because. If you know the end destination, mm. which we call the millennial reign of Jesus, right? That's the yeah. end destination, that we would all reign with him, right, for that thousand years. Do you yeah. remember that, right? And the reverse, the curse. Remember, we talked about that right. last season, right? Curse of the fall, curse of the law. Jesus redeemed the curse of the law, but the curse of the fall doesn't get pushed back until he comes back during the thousand-year reign, the last day. Remember all that from last season? Yes. So that's our target. What does that look like? Right. What does that look? So it's like you said, Disney World. So it's easier for you to trust if you know what the destination is and if you know what Disney World looks like. Right. If, if someone just told me, dude, it's this really cool place called Disney and I don't know what it is. Right. I'm going to be questioning the entire way. Fortunately, everyone knows, everybody on the planet knows what Disney is. Right. I mean, even in third world countries. anyway. And everybody on the planet knows what heaven is. Right. Whether you're an atheist or not, you know what heaven is like Disney World. Right. <laughs> that there's no sickness there. There's streets are made out of what? Gold. Right. I mean, we know there's no poor people. There's no hospitals. Right? All seven parts of the redemptive package, you already believe that you're going to get in heaven. Even if you're an atheist, you already know that in heaven you get all that stuff. Right. right? Yeah. It's better than here. Right. It's like Disney's better than here. Yeah. Right. I mean, we get all the good. So we already know this. 
So if you can get that, so this is how you keep your mind stayed on him. This is how you trust him is that you know what that package is. Remember, and like people are like, well, I don't know if it's for now. I don't know if it's for me. A lot of people believe that God can heal people, but they don't believe that he'll heal them. A lot of people believe that God can provide for you, but he doesn't. they don't believe that he'll do it for you. Mm. A lot of people believe that he will get rid of guilt and break addictions or whatever, but not necessarily for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he'll do it for me. Mm-hmm. But you know that he'll do it for you in heaven, right? Does everybody know that? Everybody can probably agree with that. Yeah, they would be like, when we get to heaven, yeah. even if you don't believe in heaven, that's the concept of heaven is that it's all, there's no sickness, just there's no good. crying, there's no yeah. tears. And you can look at it, um, it's in Isaiah 65 and then also at the end of Revelation, right? 21 and 22. I don't want to go over it again right now, but it's all in there. You know, we're going to have joy and there'll be no weeping and wipe every tear and all that stuff. If you can, right, so you're like, well, I'm not sure it's good for earth. That we all know this, too, is the Lord's Prayer. He said, oh, Jesus, the disciples, teach us how to pray. So he says, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then this magic line, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, so we could stop right there. If you don't know anything else, you know that. You know what heaven's like, and you know that you know the Lord's Prayer. You've probably been saying it if you ever went to church. You know that Jesus said, here's our prayer, is that your kingdom would come on earth the exact same way it is in heaven. Yeah. It's for you. This redemptive package is for here on earth, not for when you get to heaven. This isn't. It's so simple. It almost is like foolishness. Right. It's like, oh, come on, Andrew. That's not that. This is how I fully believe the truth. This is how I never shift trust. Because it says over in Hebrew, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. If you believe that he's going to heal you in heaven, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and you believe that he healed blind Bartimaeus and the woman with the issue of blood, and that that was yesterday, Mm -hmm. If I know that yesterday he did healing and he, remember, he provided uh, material possessions, right? Fed the 5,000, fed the 4,000. I believe that he did that. And I believe when we get to heaven, we're not going to lack for anything because the streets are made of gold and there's no crying. So that's tomorrow forever. Mm -hmm. Why can you not believe? Because he's the same yesterday, Today. today, and forever. You could believe yesterday and you can believe forever. What's the problem with today? Why are you having a problem the royal you, right? The royal <laughs> you. Why you. are you having a problem with him believing with believing today? Well, I, I would admit it's because we don't we don't see it, right? We don't see. And the reason you see don't it. see it is because you don't have you shift trust, right? You don't. It's see, like what I, comes first, like chicken and egg, right? You have to. But it's you, very clear which comes first in this. Because Hugh comes to God has to believe that without faith it's impossible. To please, to please him, him. Right. and you must believe that he yes. is, which we're good on that. Yeah, we, but yeah. what's the second part is that he's a Rewarder. rewarder. We're not that good, and he's the same yesterday. He rewarded people yesterday. I know he's going to reward us tomorrow or in forever when we get to heaven, but why can't I get the reward today? You can, but you, you don't ship, you don't really believe that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason that you don't, and then you two can't walk together unless they be agreed. Unless you agree that this package, this package of redemption is yours today you're not his word clearly says it's for you today for here on earth if you don't believe that you can't walk with this is why you're struggling in your walk because two people can't walk unless they be right agreed okay time for a stupid question no no there's no stupid question 
Only stupid people, right? No, not even stupid people, <laughs> right? There's, there's, uh, yeah, we want to get into that, but no, no. no. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So, so for folks that are, um, in that spot where, all right, you believe that it was done, mm. you believe that it's going to be done, mm-hmm. but where you're at right now, you're not really seeing it, and you want to walk with God, but as you just said, in, until if two can't agree, they can't walk together. Well, we know He's not going to agree with us, so if we want to walk with Him, we have to agree with Him. What are some things we could do to maybe build that trust, build ah, that faith? That's such a great question. Right? Kind of where maybe we can't believe for the home run, but can we believe for a single get on base? Correct. Or just like I could get or like up a the base bat. on balls. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, glad you brought that up because I have here, like, so you know, um, so I'm just going to give you what I do, right? We, we yeah. saw my prayer book over there, right? I'm going to go through kind of stuff what I do. All this is based on scripture because if it's not the word, that's where the life is. You're just making stuff up. I'm not a fan of just making stuff up. So every day, yeah, you've got, I got right. I, so I say, as soon as my feet hit the deck in the morning, no matter what time zone I'm in, whether I'm in combat, since 1998, I've made it my habit to say this in the morning, no matter where I am. And in fact, it's so autopilot ingrained now that my feet hit, I like if I get up to go to the bathroom at four in the morning, I start saying it. I'm like, wait, wait, it's not morning yet. You know, it's not, <laughs> and sometimes I'll say it two or three times because every time that I just get out of the bed, I end up saying this. So the first thing is um, I put on my heavenly nature. Remember, we're, when you get part of the package was Jehovah's seat canoe, my righteousness, he made us, remember, I'm joined to the Lord with one spirit. I get made an equal partner with the Godhead, or if that's a little strong for you, look in Peter, it says that you're a partaker of the divine nature. That's mm-hmm. the King James, partaker of the divine nature. But if you look in the Greek, it means equal partner, <laughs> right? Partaker is an equal partner. So like if, if it was like, a, it was like the law, it'd be the law firm of like God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and Andrew. Right. So it'd be like God, <laughs> Son, and Co- right. So yeah. yes, God, the Father, God, the Holy Spirit, and God, the Son. So God and Son's in company, Jesus, and, yeah. and Doug, and Andrew, and right. know, Beth, and Kimmy, and Allie. And my, right. So... Uh, the first thing I say, so none of this is, and again, remember, our job is to present our body and renew our mind. These are the two things that bring this belief. And we know, and from my corporate stuff, the science, that's how a belief is made, right? And Jesus said it too, it's the seed, right? You plant seeds and then it produces a harvest of whatever you feed on. So mm-hmm. if you're feeding on social media, you're going to have faith for social media. Mm-hmm. If you believe, if you feed on you know, conspiracy theories, you actually get faith for conspiracy because faith comes from hearing and hearing and hearing. Right. Not just the word of God. He said Anything. you need to, right. For any, that's how the human machine, that's how a belief is made. A thought turns into a movie clip in your head. You play that around long enough, it drops down in your heart and it becomes a, a usually a self-limiting belief or a, a belief, it's a stronghold. Right. So, okay, so I'm starting here. Heavenly Father, I, and look, these these prayers I've written, they're all based on the word. They're up on uh, us. Free handouts, you can download them or get with Doug or me, we'll send them to you. Yep. Feet hit the deck in the morning. Heavenly Father, I confess I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. When I accepted Jesus, he made me a participant in the divine nature, and I put on my heavenly nature now. I'll live today as your child, allow your nature to dominate my life. I will walk in your love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, humility, and self-control. Also known as the fruit of the Spirit, by the way. I'm just throwing that in. I will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit giving me moment by moment direction and guidance. The Lord is my shepherd, my guidance, Jehovah Raha. That's what, right? I put on the custom-fitted armor you made for me and the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of salvation to protect my heart, soul, and mind. 
I declare the destructive desires of my flesh will not dominate my day or my life, and I choose to allow the greater one, the Holy Spirit, to live big in me. I declare this will be a divine day lived in your will for my life and actions. Pretty powerful stuff. That's, yeah. That's right. As soon as my feet hit the deck, that's the first one. I do three of these, right? That's the first one. Yeah. Now, if you've heard my corporate stuff, what I'm doing is I'm getting my boardroom in line. So my mind is running the boardroom. It's not my body and it's not my emotions. I'm going and I'm going to get my spirit, CEO of me, the real part, the part of me that's the divine nature. I'm going to put my spirit in charge. Mm -hmm. Remember, the spirit is willing and ready, but the flesh is weak. Right. God's not going to do anything with your flesh. That's up to you, your body. That's totally yours. Your mind is totally up to you. This is where Christianity has failed us because they, they just teach the part about your sins are forgiven. All right, now what? Yeah, what do I do with it? How's my life going to get better? How am I going to experience these um, things? Right, and right. we're helping you right now. So yeah. if you say this prayer first thing in the morning, every day, just say, just try If you went to a personal trainer or got on a diet, you would try it for at least how many days before you would say it doesn't work? What's it, like three, six weeks or something like that? At, at least. least 30 days. Yeah. I mean, give me. I would do it for, tw for me, I do try to do 90 days or 60 days, but at least try it for three weeks. Yeah. Can you do three weeks? I mean, 20, just get up and say this for three weeks every day. And you know, in my corporate stuff, you've been through it. I'll say nine days because you could do anything for nine days. It's not even double digits. Just for nine days, could you do this for nine days? And then if, then do it another nine days and then another nine days. Don't try to bite off more than you could chew. Could you do this for nine days? I think it's easy. Yeah, do yeah, it for nine days. Of course. Yeah, you just get up and do this with your coffee night. Then the next thing we, we call the Ephesians prayer. Paul prays two prayers or he writes down two prayers that he prays, one in Ephesians 1, 16 through 23, and then the second half of the prayer is Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. I pray this over myself every single morning since, uh, you know, 1998. Never missed a day. Because I would be like, what? How could you know? Listen, did you ever miss a day going to the bathroom? <laughs> like when you get up in the morning, what do you do? You go to the bathroom. You don't miss a day. You're like, oh, I'm going to take today off. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. get hit the head. Wrong. And this is the same thing. I mean, it's just so easy. So here's it. I cease not to give thanks, making mention in my prayers that you, the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give unto me. Now, I'm going to personalize it. Personalize the word. It's, it's given unto you, given unto me. Andrew D. Whitman, the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge of you and your word, that the eyes of my understanding would be enlightened, that I may know and experience what the hope of your calling is for me, and I may know and experience what are the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints is for me. And then may I know and experience what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards me who believes according to the working of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead. Set him at your own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, every name that is named not only in this world, but that which is to come, and to put all things under his feet, gave him to be the head of all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. For this cause... I bow my knees unto the Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that you would grant unto me, Andrew D. Whitman, according to the riches of your glory, to be strengthened with might by your Spirit in my inner man, that Christ may dwell in my heart by faith, that I, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the other saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes all human knowledge, that I might be filled with all the fullness of God." Now unto you, Father, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ask or think, according to the power that works in me, unto you be the glory in the church throughout all ages, world without end. Amen and amen. Like, that's life power. I mean, if you yeah. can't pray anything, pray this. Let's, um, 
I remember you shared this many years ago. In fact, I think I got the original copy. Yeah, yours it's is like, kind man, of dog I just keep it in the back of my Bible. I, I use it. I'm not, um, not every day. It's a good uh, habit I'm gonna, I'm going to get into because I notice the difference when, when I do start my day out with this, man. Everything seems to just go a little bit differently than if it, I try to just muscle it. Um, you know, so. Right. So if you have to say a prayer, say this prayer. Yeah. It's the same yeah. prayer that Paul prays for the church of Ephesians. It's the same prayer the Holy Ghost. It says that Holy Ghost prays it for us. So remember, the Holy Ghost is our intercessor. Right. So if it's good enough for the Holy Ghost to pray, it's good enough for right. Paul to pray. I'm going to jump on I'm going to do it. Can we break this down a little bit? Talk about kind of what... Yeah. Because there's a lot in here that I think... There's if so we, much. There's just tons. And I we could do weeks and weeks on yeah. this, and we have in the past. Yeah. But if you just just say, just say make it personal for you first is the first thing. When you're okay. looking in the Word, a lot of people, they don't put... Anytime it says you, remember John 3, 16, for whosoever believeth. Okay, I'm a whosoever. Andrew's a whosoever. Doug's a whosoever. So put that in there. If Andrew believes... Right. Right, you know, the only begotten son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that... If Andrew believes, he would have eternal life. Right. Put your name in there. That's for you. It's written to you. I cease not to give thanks, right, that, God, you would give to me the spirit of wisdom, revealed knowledge of you and your word, and that the eyes of my understanding would be enlightened. Even if you just pray that little three phrases, you're, you do that for 30 days. Nine plus nine, that's 27 days. You do three rounds a night. You're going to see such a difference in your life. This is your spiritual workout of the day. A spirit of wisdom, right? So... Wisdom is skill in all manner of workmanship, especially making decisions. It's a, it's a physical skill. Right. And whatever you put your hand to, whatever workmanship that you do, if you're in sales and marketing, if you're a blacksmith, right? If you're a student in school, if you're an athlete on the, you know, football field, whatever your workman, if you're in construction, you know, if you're a lawyer, it doesn't matter. It's skill in all manner of workmanship and the ability to make great decisions. What if you had the same spirit that was on the, which you do, but you're praying for that. Like you're at, you're saying, God, I want that spirit. Give it to me. That spirit of wisdom, the same spirit of the, that the Holy Spirit, the same way Jesus makes decisions, the same way he's the creator of the universe. The father makes decisions. That's what I want for me. Even if you just got that, how good is that? It's pretty awesome. I mean, that's, that, that would get you up to speed real quick. Right. Then the next thing is that I would have revelation in the knowledge of you and your word. I have revealed knowledge that I would see things. It would be revealed to me that it would be personal for me. And and just focus on those Psalm 23, that God mm -hmm. would reveal that knowledge to you. Right. The seven parts of peace, the seven parts of the redemptive or the seven parts of salvation. Once you start to pray, listen, when I started praying this, you've been with me for like 15 years. Like, Another yeah. 15 before that is when I started praying this. Right? Right. It's been that long almost, right? It's yeah. Pretty, pretty close. So, or 12 and 12, something like that. You've been around me for a while. You've heard my stuff. Do I have revealed knowledge of the word that's just like surpasses anything else you've ever heard out there? I'm not trying to say me. No. I'm just asking. Yeah. Yeah. It's Anybody who's ever heard my stuff, would they say the same thing? I would think so. Yeah. I've Remember? never heard anybody be like, yeah, man, I know. I already know that already. They no, there's a lot of new stuff. A lot of... A lot of um, well, let's just take the good and evil series. Yeah. 
What did you think yeah. evil was? What did you th- righteousness? Did you know it was that <laughs> no, good? Right? No. Did you right? So all these things, right? You didn't even know the nine steps of the covenant. We don't no. even know why we need the virgin birth. Why are we taking communion? Why we, <laughs> right. all that revealed knowledge is because I'm praying this for like twelve years uh, before okay. I ever preach it. I got you. For, for like twelve every day, yeah. it's just a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Just I'm little saying bit this, like, Father, give me yeah. revealed knowledge of you and your word. Jesus, I need revealed knowledge of you and your word. Yeah. It's like doing push-ups, right? But in your it, spiritually, right? And and obviously in your experience, it's not the revelations you received were just an overnight thing. No, it, it never was, is. Right? That's why it, this is why never shifting. Don't trust. stop doing it. Never stop doing it. Yeah. I so I never stop working out. Yeah. Because I know what it does for me, and I know what happens when you stop working out. That's why I'm in like fantastic shape for a 53 year old dude. Yeah. I could still run with 25-year-olds. If I got to, no problem. I could still outlift them. I could do pull-ups. Like, I could still pass the Marine Corps. I could max the Marine Corps pull-up test right now. Yeah. Dead hangs. Not swinging and kipping and all that. Just <laughs> up, down, up, down. Right? <laughs> Why? Because uh, I don't stop doing it. Mm. The same thing with your walk in the Lord. I, you know. Yeah. You're not going to walk for half a mile and, and then just stop. sit down. Yeah. Um, then the next thing is enlighten the eyes of my, that the under, my eyes of my understanding would be enlightened. So the word understanding, it means the workings of things. What goes on behind the curtain, under the surface, behind the scenes, how does this thing work together? How does it work? Mm-hmm. Not just it does work, right? So it's the difference between driving the car and knowing that when I step on the gas, it makes the car, it's beyond that. I know what the, the yeah. engine does. I yeah. know the combustion. I know, you know, which fuel to put in it. The brakes have to be, you know, the oil's got to be changed. The calipers, all this stuff. Hmm. Right, so just those three things. Now, listen, dude, we're, all, we're a couple minutes in. We're like half an hour we've been talking about this. How do you feel on the inside? I'm saying these things. I know how I'm, I'm like charged up like a battery on full. Yeah, I'm, I'm like got the permagreen going. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped, man. I'm like, yeah, it's good I'm like stuff, holy man. smoke, this is so good. Yeah. Now, why are you like if you're and remember if you're focused on, oh, the elections coming up or oh the oh they're you know Christian oh First Amendment Christians can't worship anymore oh we can't yes you can you know what and stop focusing on that stuff and just go walk with the Lord and start with like praying this prayer over yourself right. and start pump and do it just do it right it says weary not in well doing because you will reap inducing weary not in well doing. For in due season, you're going to get the reward. It's the same thing as working out physically, keeping on a diet, right? Going to college. The reward was after you completed all the course requirements, you got your bachelor's degree mm-hmm. or your master's degree, or in my case, the PhD. Hey, that took me almost 30 years to get my PhD. I mean, I was like 45 years old when I finished. There were a lot of chances to stop. Put it on hold. Yeah. Not maybe just keep grinding and keep right. No, I listen, I'm married. I got kids and we got bills and we got right. Yeah. You just keep grinding. I don't have the money to pay for that. Right. I didn't. You never have, right. It's never a good time to have kids. It's never, you never have enough money to buy a house. You never have enough money. You never, until you do and then you do. This is the, (laughs) this is the thing. This is never shifting trust. Right. People could do it in the natural. How much more should we who are born again be able to do it? And then I'm going to jump down to the okay. the part of the like the second half about in Ephesians three, because if you don't know what to pray for anybody, pray for this. 
that you might be filled with all the fullness of God, that I would be filled with, like, seriously, if you just said that one phrase every morning, Father, I thank you that I'm filled with all the fullness of God. Wait, is there anything else? If you're filled with the fullness of God, is there anything else? Or are you full? Probably pretty full. But I think but that there's more? No, that if you're filled with the fullness of God, you've arrived. Mm. The fullness of God is all those parts of salvation, seven parts, oh, plus in heaven, right? The curse is reversed. Yeah. It's what it's the Disney World package, the fullness of God. And then now unto him is able to, my father is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I could ask or think according to the power that works in me. Dude, there's a lot in that little sentence. That's just, that's just a, crazy. That's just, yeah. First off, if you can't, he can do two above whatever you ask or think. Exceeding abundantly. Bam, bam, right? I can yeah. go up one notch, I can go up a second notch. If you can't think that he could do it, then he can't do it. He can only do two better than you. But you have, li- who's limiting? It's you that limits You're, him. Based our on. belief and what, what we can think and imagine. Never shifting trust. Yeah. If you can't believe that healing's for you, you're not going to get healed. But then the second part is, I had fun with this. I, I had this, the next day when yeah. Ali came out, I was like, hey, check this out. This is really cool. And, I, and we read this last line, or the second to last line. I said, read this real quick. And so she she reads, you know, none of them is able to exceed anybody above. They ask a thing. I had to help her some of the yeah. words. It's like, according to the power that works in me, I was like, stop. Like, what'd you just say? She said, she was, that, that start there again, according to the power. Like, that that says, according to the power that works in, in God, right? And she's like, kind of looked at me. I was like, I'm just kidding, honey. Look, it says me. It says, that says the power that this is all working through is inside of us. It's in yes, your heart. Correct. Think, and she, dude, the, the, I got this look, this. Like, what? Well, yeah, like, it's an like aha. happy, like in a happy aha. Right. It's like, like, wait, there's power in me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But remember, in Romans, and this is it, this is the thing. Now, she believes it, so she's going to have success with this. As long as you never shift trust that you have power working in you. Now, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And in verse 17 says, and herein is the righteousness or the equity, the package of mm-hmm. riches, honor, and life of God revealed from faith to faith. So you start out, you can't even believe, say, say you could only believe God for $5 to put in right. a gas tank. Right. Then once he does that and he shows up, then you could be like, well, I could believe for 10. Yeah, he did He did this, so I, I surely he could Correct. do it. Correct. So that's why your faith should be ever increasing faith. I should be, so if you're not, you can't believe for a million dollar deal or a billion dollar deal, I've got up on my board a $285 billion deal I'm believing for. I know that sounds crazy, but if you've been in my corporate, you know my 300 year plan right, is to buy a country um, through the central bank, buy their debt. I'm not up to $26 trillion, which is the debt of the United States. I'm not there yet. Right. When I knock out the $285 billion for this country that's on my board, then I will. Then the next level of faith is the debt of the U.S. that I could, right? And people are like, well, that's crazy, Andrew. Right, but it says in Deuteronomy, the blessings of Abraham was that you would lend to many nations and yeah. not borrow. So I'm not going to lend to one, may own the country of one country, one nation, Right. But many nations. Well, and so what you did there was it wasn't like you just came up with this like crazy idea, like like right. like Doctor Evil is going to like run, rule the world, right? right? It was no, you saw it in the word. You're like, wait a minute, it says I'll I will lend a many. Yeah, nation. I've never seen that anywhere, God. That's uh, what I said. I don't. How it. would how would I do this? Well, there's a couple ways to do it. But Which go back to uh, the understanding, enlighten my understanding, right? And that was like, hey, you could buy the country through. The central bank just yeah. buy their debt. They're buying, the U.S. Listen, China has a bunch of our debt. Japan has a bunch of our debt. The Federal Reserve has most of our debt. 
in the Federal Reserve is a private bank. Right. People don't know that. There's yeah. not a, like China it's, owns all of our debt. No, the Federal Reserve owns most of it, <laughs> right. which I would like to own the Federal Reserve. Just be honest. I mean, yeah. like the, then I could then the right. Federal Reserve actually lends to many nations. Right. But so if, if you're listening, you're thinking like, what the heck are these guys talking about? This is crazy. Just suspend your disbelief for a second and yeah. ask yourself this question. If it were possible, how how could you do it? How would like you? that's how we get there. That's how we right. get these crazy things that seem all nuts. But it's all it would my point was that you found it in the word and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna trust what God says is true. He says I'll lend to many nations, then I'm gonna figure out how to do that. Right. I just forest gump it. Right. It's not like my, my, that was my whole point, is like yeah. it's 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 the foundation of that belief that you can do that sort of thing is in the word right. itself. Right. I have no belief that God will do anything that's not in the word. And, and right. neither do you. And that's why you're not feeling like you're, that's why you don't see I'm not healed. Right. I told you about this. I had a relative one time. I was like, you know, called me up because they're, they know I, listen, I've had tons. If you come to me with your case and I believe that you can, you will believe that healing's for you, I could get you healed. It's the easiest thing on the planet. I've had people with stage four cancer. You know, I've had somebody with their appendix burst and their and their infection was in their body. They're on their deathbed, right? It's not a problem. It's the easiest thing in the world. But all I got to do is try and help you with mustard seed faith. Can mm. you believe it? Whatever you could believe. So I had this relative come to me. She's got all these problems. I said, well, just say, you know, I went through this whole thing about the redemptive package. I was like, now just tell him, thank you that I'm healed. If you believe that God's doing it, you're going to do what a healed person would do. Mm-hmm. A healed person would be like, Thank you that I'm healed. Yeah. Would not say, couldn't get the, but I'm not healed. I'm still in pain. No, look, you got to, you say, Father, I thank you that I'm healed. You have to show your never shifting trust. Mm-hmm. Remember Thomas of the disciples. He wouldn't believe that Jesus Please. was let until I could touch his hands. Yeah. And Jesus like, here you go. Touch and see. You know what? You, you believe because you saw. Right. Blessed are those that don't see and believe. That's yeah. where this That's is not faith. real faith. No, it's not. That's not faith at yeah. all. It's the opposite of faith. Yeah. Remember, because faith is the evidence of things not seen. That I believe, and it's not blind faith. I'm not just making something, and I don't go off somebody else's secondhand information because I heard some preacher say it. You're believing what I get in here, right? Faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. Remember, I'm in here for myself, and then the Holy Spirit says to me, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah, just like that's what gives you the faith, right? It's the part where he says, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah, that's for you. I I think. I mean, that's. I don't want to just skip over that. That's a big deal. Because again, going back to like where faith comes from, you mentioned comes from from hearing the spoken word or the rhema. Greek word is yeah. rhema. Yeah. But again, we talked about it a little bit last time. Is the, the, the number one way you hear that is is your conscious is going to confirm, you know, yes, confirm You're, or not. I don't deny is the right word, but well, it's, well, it'll, yeah. it'll say yes or no, yeah, thumbs yeah, up or thumbs down, right. just like we yeah, remember, like Caesar, <laughs> right. it's that easy, right. And and yeah. here's the problem is, and people, we talked about this last week or something, like, well, if you haven't, God hasn't spoken to you as a Christian, you know, you're welcome to the party or whatever. I don't know what yeah. was that. T- but listen, the problem is you don't have confidence in hearing his voice. And that's why you shift trust because you don't, you're not confident in your conscience. You're not confident that you're hearing that voice that's put on sunscreen. Right. And it's like getting a phone call from somebody you don't really know. Are you going to listen? You're not you sure. Take the call? Right. You're, you're not, like, I don't, I don't know if I should Did I really, this. should I heard that? Die? Yeah, I thought it. <laughs> if you've ever said, here's, here's how you know what that voice was identified. You did something. You're like, I knew I shouldn't have done that. You heard God talking to you. Mm. You just didn't listen to it. Right. You didn't have, con- so now yeah, remember no. what that feels like when that voice. Yeah. So as we talk about when Drew, uh, my oldest, he's 22 now, he was like five years old riding his bicycle and they were going down this big hill with him and his cousin who was older than him, who's riding that has another year of experience, which doesn't sound like much, but that's one fifth of his life. He's got, you know, 20% yeah. more experience. Um, they went down and he made it. And then he's like, let's do that again. And he heard, don't do that again. 
they went again and he crashed, chipped his tooth, split up his chin. And he's like, I already knew, man, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Mm. And I told him that five years old, he, he knows what his conscience is. He's never deviated from that. He's never, and whenever yeah. he hears that voice, he listens, right? Like and, on this deal that he's doing, he only, he did it because his, he skipped this deal, this business deal that he's doing. He skipped over it three times, but every time he heard that voice and on the third time, he's like, listen, I better just do this. It's the same thing as what I heard. Don't go down that hill again. Right. Click on that one. <laughs> and and someday when this deal's closed, then we'll, I'll get him on here or whatever. And we'll, they'll yeah. talk about the deal. Yeah. Um, and, and, and testify like what actual faith looks like in action you know, in real time. Yeah. But he walk, he does the walk too. Like all my kids, they do this. They, they, they know these prayers. They say these prayers. They've been brought up saying them. Well, this again, I think last, last week, the Psalm 23rd Psalm mm -hmm. thing and the breakdown of that great place to start. If, if you're looking like at a, at a, you know, just to get out of the blocks and, and, you know, not that you should put that away because you never mastered it. There's, like you said, it's always going to be something new and fresh every every day. Every day there's going to be you're going to see something a little bit different in there. Um, you know, you may like I was looking at it. Um, what was it earlier today? I was looking at the, oh, the point about um, my cup. My cup runs over. Mm. I was thinking about that. Like you know, um, so I, the vision I had is like they're at a feast. And there's, you know, wine's flowing and your cup running over means your cup's never going empty. Well, I'm all the big, great parties I've been to. I didn't have to bring my own wine. It was provided. Nice. So he's providing the wine and he's yeah. making sure that your cup's never going to be empty. Like, right. When you go to a restaurant, like, a good server, make sure that whatever yeah. your drink is coffee, water, you know, yeah. coat, it's never, but it's like never empty. that just jumped out was like that, you know, it's. You don't have to bring it. Like, I have everything provided for you. You just have to show up and enjoy. Right. That's awesome. And, you know? and then once you get a hold of that, then never shift your trust from that. Right. Yeah. Okay. He's not good today and then not yeah. good tomorrow. He didn't provide this time because what will <laughs> happen is emotionally you'll feel good when you're in the presence. And then your real life will hit you and you'll be like, I don't know. Like Peter yeah. when he's walking on the water, he saw the wind was boisterous. How do you see the wind? Right, it's, he's like, oh my gosh, it's windy. I know the waves, and then you know, you know. So he shifted trust, and this is why it says a double-minded person never receives it, or two focused person. You can't have plan A and plan B. You get never shifting trust. If you believe that you heard from God, then you hone in on that. Mm. And here you heard from God. That if you heard from God that you believe on Jesus, then you get born again or you have eternal life. Mm -hmm. Whether you believe it's now or when you get to heaven, right. whatever. I don't care how it's you, your, you, but got you it. believed it. Yeah. Now, that's great. Now, from that faith, grow to the next one of physical healing, of mental healing, mm -hmm. of emotional healing, of social healing, of financial healing and safety. Add to those. And that's where, you, that's where you're walking. Now, yeah. once you get those all in agreement, then your walk can take off. Um, before we get any further, yeah. that reminds me, um, we were talking earlier about the, we start with the destination of knowing if you're going to walk with somebody and agree on where you're going. Yeah. But then you also have to like agree on the pace. And uh, it's not like he's going to take off running 
and leave, leave you in the dust. Right. <laughs> and like, then you can't take off running either. Yeah. So you had you had the image of like walking the puppy. Like, yeah, the puppy's on a leash. We're trying to get him leash trained. Yeah. So talk about that for a second. He's just sniffing. Everything's new. And he's just, he's pulling my arm. Now it's like pulling it out of my socket, right? I'm like, dude, stop. You got to stay with me. I was like, stay with me. Stay with me. And it's just this thing. And then that thing. And, and there's not a going in a straight line. He's going as far as he could go in the arc. In any direction. Right. right. Yeah. And um, yeah. So this is what we do too, right? Until we we stay with the master, just stay with the master. Don't get out ahead of him. Don't go to the left or to the right. Just stay with the master. Stop getting in a hurry. In this microwave popcorn, mm-hmm. you know, society we're in, nothing can happen fast enough. Just relax, Francis. Yeah. Right? <laughs> don't touch me. Don't call me Francis. Sorry, <laughs> just relax. That's from Stripes. It's an, it's an old reference. But, right, so stay with the master just stay with the master remember jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever he ain't nothing surprising him you already know the end destination you knew what he did in the past just believe that that's what he's doing today for you and just stay with him you don't have to worry about how do i get my bills paid i know that sounds don't look the the wind is boisterous that's all it is is wind let's talk about that for a second because i i think this is this is going to go down really really cool practical trail here is is what do we keep our focus on and what's worthy of our attention and what is just a distraction and it's easy to sit here and say that when we're just having a conversation about you know but when you're in the moment look what we talked about last time when you're in the battle what's going to come out of you is what you've trained correct Right, you said I've messed up the saying. I should have known that yeah. so better to, better to better to sweat and train than bleed in battle. battle. Right? Yeah. Right, right. Right. So this is our this is our training. Yeah. And we put enough of this into us, it changes those thoughts, those attitudes. It slowly believes it'll change your, your self talk. All of that starts to culminate in new beliefs. New strongholds. New strongholds. Right? Where you can't, you could not get me to not believe that I'm healed. Right. There's nothing that would ever get me off that the word doesn't work. Same and, thing if, with- and if you're listening to this, whether it's a good belief or a bad belief, think about there's probably something, a belief you're holding on to that nobody could convince you otherwise. That whatever it is, there's what it could be any anything, any belief. And the question is, is that belief helping or hurting you, right? That's a different, that's a different question. But that's just how we, we operate. We, that's how we, I, we, I, I gauge my beliefs, right. if they're helping me or hurting me. But we create a belief through experience and thoughts and imaginations and all that. And what you're saying is that if you stay on this training plan or one like it and, and, and you just stay with him, that when those tough times come, when, when whether it's a, a day or a week or whatever that's bad, challenging is what's going to come out of you is what you've trained that the word's going to come out the truth is going to come out and you'll yes. be able to kind of look through all those distractions and look I is that right am yes, I, am no I, you're right okay. and i don't have any big i'm not i'm not angry and have warfare i have in the past you've known when i've been frustrated you've known me a long time there's yeah. days where i've been frustrated i don't do that anymore because now i finally figured out that you know what after i'm 53 man he's never drop kicked me yet why do i think like seriously why do you think and You've been through anything before? Yeah, you've been through stuff before. Uh, then what do you, you know, why would you not think that he's going to uh, fulfill his work? See, this is how, this is where messed up with Adam and Eve in the garden with Satan. Right. He said, did God really say that? Here's the only, here's the original sin. It wasn't disobedience. The original sin was that I doubted mm. God's integrity. Right. And listen, 
If you have, if you shift trust for any second, you look at the wind is boisterous like Peter. And I'm not mad at Peter. He got out of the boat. Nobody else got out of the right, boat. Right, they were all hanging right, out. Right, so the... listen, but but understand that did, did Jesus not save him? Sure. It's five seconds. Yeah, I mean, not even five, as soon as he Jesus reached out, they weren't even next to each other. He's walking around. All of a sudden, Jesus is right there pulling him up. Why'd you doubt? Why did you doubt my integrity? Why did you doubt what I said? So this is where you have to settle that what God says is true and everything else is a lie. Mm. This helped me so bit much in my walk. Yeah. That you said, I don't see it yet. God said, by Jesus' stripes, I've already been here. One time, right, the seven parts of salvation, it was done. The sacrifice was made. He did it one time. He presented his blood one time, and the whole package is mine. If I don't see my checking account getting bigger, or that, if I don't see, like, that, if there's a, still a symptom in my body, right? somebody's lying. It's either my body is lying or God's lying. Either my checkbook is lying or God's lying. Which one do I believe? When you put it like that, it gets very easy. Very. Uh, that's so good. Yeah. Who's a liar? Is is aunt, my body lie? And you know my, my corporate training, right? Where I used to hate running right in the first day yeah. of boot camp. You, you take off running and three steps into the run. Double time, march. I'm three steps into it. My body starts saying, we got to stop. We're dying. We're dying. Were we dying? No, my body lies all the time. It was telling me that I couldn't run because I'm dying. I, we ran, I, I ran for years. I guess I'm not dying. I can run literally a marathon. Yeah. I'm not dying. Right. So you, somebody's lying. <laughs> I choose to believe that it's not God. Right. If you think that God's lying, definitely check yourself. You're probably not born again. Mm. You probably, you might have said the sinner's prayer. You might quote, quote, think you got saved. But if you believe that God's lying, then you're probably not born because the Holy Spirit will always tell you. It says he bears witness with our spirit. He'll always tell you, yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. Healing is for you. Yes, that's right. You know, your mind might say, I don't know if that's right. Right. But deep down in your heart, you know that that's right. The same thing that would tell you don't do that. And you're like, I knew I shouldn't have done that. That's your spirit. Mm. That voice. That's why you have to renew your mind because you've probably been heard a whole bunch of stuff that's confusing you. That would. And, and again, the Satan's only trick is to get you to doubt the integrity of God and his word. Right. Is true. He said, I'm not a man that I should lie. I don't change. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. If it's in here, it's settled. I've settled my word forever, it says. This is walking with the Lord. Until you come to that realization that what he said is settled forever, and that if anything that happens out here in my circumstances, what I see, what I hear, what I feel, what I touch, if that doesn't line up with the word, somebody is lying, either God or my circumstances. Mm -hmm. Now you have to pick. And listen, every person has a free will choice. Mm -hmm. God can't override it. Satan can't override it. You, you know, a dictator can't override it. Your husband or wife can't override it. It's your choice. You can pick who's lying. It's your choice. He said, that's why in front of you is life and death, blessing and cursing. Please choose life. <laughs> choose blessing. I'm right. begging you, choose it. But that's your choice. Yeah, he's not making it for you. No, God's pro-choice. He will always let you make the choice. Oh, he has to. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he is a liar. And if that's the case, then let's just go to Vegas and eat chocolate cake and go to strip clubs. I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> why are we doing any of this? Pretend If he's right. a liar, why are you doing anything? Yeah. It's like people are like, I think God's making me sick to teach me something. Then why are you going to the doctors? Because you're clearly trying to get out of the will of God. Because as soon as you learn whatever he's trying to teach you, wouldn't you get healed? 
And if that's the case, if God did it to you, why would you go to the doctor or take any medicine to feel better? Because you're clearly trying to get out of God's will if he's doing it to you. Right. And if he's not paying just your sit bills. sit there and take it. Right. If he's not paying your bills, what you should do is you can't, you're, the house is going to get foreclosed on. And if God's doing it to you, then you should not try to pay the bill at all. And you should not even live in a house. You should be homeless because you're trying to get out of God's will. Stop being so logical. Right. Come let us reason together. That's right. Right. I, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, you get, <sighs> I hate when people get robbed of everything that Jesus did for them. Mm-hmm. They're wasting it because somebody told them or they didn't do the work themselves to find out. Yeah. Or you listen to somebody that told you that's not for today. Well, if it's not for today, it was for yesterday because Jesus Christ, and it's for forever when you get to heaven. Why is it not for today? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You believe for yesterday, you believe forever. Why do we shift our trust, but we can't believe for today? I don't understand that. Help me. I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm not considering pretend like I, I don't fall in that trap. I mean, we no, we had. Like we I do. said, we I've been do. frustrated, and all yeah. so that's why I've. I've and but I remember like, one day I sat down. I think it was like 2009, right before I went to Afghanistan. You and I were sitting up there in the living room, and I said, you know. I've got my flesh under control. I finally dominated my flesh, like the Bible says. The next thing is my emotions. Yeah, remember that? And yeah. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to dominate my emotions because I'm. See what I found out, and this is what I started studying the neuroscience and all that corporate stuff. Your emotions are your choice. Mm. A lot of people think that it's just like I'm along for the ride. Right, like it's a I, physiological. Yeah, my around. emotions point me where I decide to go. Yeah, I can be happy at any time. Mm-hmm. I can be joyful at any time. I can be angry at any time. I can let anger overtake me or frustration or any emotion that you have. It's your choice. Once I learned that, that it's my choice and God's not going to do anything with how you feel because He, it, it's your body and it's your mind and it's your emotions. Your spirit is joined to the Lord, but the reason you don't experience all this stuff in real life, real time is because you haven't put your body under, dominated your body, and you haven't dominated your mind and emotion. Remember, you have to renew your mind. And God's not going to do anything with the, that part of your being. The one part of you is spirit. Remember, you're un, you're totally without guilt. You're without fault. And you get to experience that on the one job that you have is by never shifting trusting him. Mm. And if you're not experiencing it, do a checkup. Am I shifting my trust? Yeah. Well, I think, again, very practical steps. Like last last week, we we, we touched on, you know, the, 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 the qualities of God, names of God, redemptive names of God. Yeah. In the seven parts of salvation, and that's kind of just an idea of, hey, here's what this is, right? Like this is what salvation means. Right. What we talked about today is how to get started in in your walk, like how right. to really get started yeah. and kind of keep up a little bit where you're not you're not just crawling. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna meet you where you're at, right? But at the same time, like if you decide, um, like. You know, our dog sometimes when we were walking and she decides she's had enough, she's just going to sit there. Like, right. Well. So that's where you have the two things. You could just sit down and not move forward yeah. or you could uh, pull it on the leash and go in all kind of crazy directions. So I just want right. to stay with the master. Stay with the master. Be consistent. And by doing that, you're going you're gonna to change what's on the outside through changing what's inside. Right. And let me just say this because I said this, the, the prayer isn't the, you know, the thing, the power is yeah. the good news. When I'm saying this prayer, if you look at this prayer in Ephesians or the heavenly nature prayer, that we said, 
I'm changing my perspective. This right. is me renewing my mind. God has right. nothing. Like God's the fullness of God is already the fullness of God. I'm asking it for me. The revelation knowledge. I'm asking it for me. I'm yeah. changing me and my yeah. attitude. I'm aligning my attitude and my emotions, and I'm synchronizing my spirit mm-hmm. and my heartbeat with God's heartbeat. Mm-hmm. We, I only got the, a, a quick minute, but we what's no? There's a but there's a biological phenomenon you've talked about. The neurocoupling? Yeah, neurocoupling. Right? People right. are together, they kind of get they on the do, same. They do, they neurocouple, right. You're basically, that's what you're doing here is you're getting on his frequency, Yes, right? I want to I want to neurocouple with God. Yeah. Yes. And this is what I, and this is how I change me. Yeah. And this is how I stay with the master. Because he's the same, as we he's discussed. He's the same yesterday, He's today, got the same forever, frequency. Right? Same frequency. So yeah. what I'm doing is tuning into that. Yeah. And listen, I'm really, just for me, real quick, because we're almost out of time, but for me, like, now... Um, when I said to you before, as a child and as a teenager, I'm always thinking about my stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all about me, me, me. When I come to God, it's about okay, get my bills paid. I need this dream and that vision and this. It's me, 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 me. Now, as you mature, like when you have kids, Doug, now you have kids. Are you even thinking about you anymore? What are you thinking about? I mean, majority of times thinking about them. Right. You always provide for them yeah. first, right? So now I'm with now I'm mature. I want to find out what God's stuff is first. I want to take care of his stuff. And part of the thing that he was dealing with me and my stuff is that that I don't I and attuning my spirit is to see people the same way he sees people with the potential of what would their life look like if they got a hold of the redemptive package mm. that Jesus did? Mm-hmm. Every person. So instead of judging them, be like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I get, I judge behavior, yes, mm-hmm. but that person that they're in a different. I had that behavior too. Let's just be sure. honest. So, you know. I never judge anybody. What I want to do is attune my perception mm-hmm. to God's perception. What is possible for that person if I could get them to, uh, I have no control over whether they believe it or not, but I can definitely help them down the path yeah. of building the belief of the redemptive pact. Yeah, what you're saying is if, if, if you judge them as a person, yeah. that will cut off their ability to receive from you and your ability Correct. to influence them in a positive way. Right. And if then your role is coach, guide, whatever, whatever, even if it, like, so right. So person, <laughs> right. Whatever. So are you following that? I am. Right. So yeah. that's why Paul said, I become all things to all people that I may persuade some, yeah. any, but they're not all going to believe because everybody has their own choice. But what I want to do is always open the door up and listen, not every person, every one of my kids is different. I'm not just sunshine and roses. Neither right. was Jesus. Right. Very much far from that. Right. So I'm not saying it's just I'm brother love with the toga and the Birkenstocks and I'm, you know, tie-dyed t-shirt. Not yeah. that there's anything. Some people, you have to reach them that way. Right. Paul said, I'll be whatever you need me to be. And that's where God is. Whatever you need me to be to get you across the mm-hmm. finish line of the redemptive package of Jesus, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're walking, that's where that's where you should be looking at instead of just my stuff. Right. In order to do that, you've really got to take your mind and emotions agendas and you really gotta really gotta check that right you gotta check that out of the door make his agenda my agenda your agenda right not, not my will father but yours your right that's what Jesus said like yeah. if there's any other way let's do that but not <laughs> right. what I want but what you want yeah right not my agenda your agenda yeah. remember no greater love have any man that lays down his life but that's his soul lays down his agenda for his friends mm-hmm. not his physical life but his mind will and emotions for his friends his his agenda so, and this is really what the, I know we're over, but the love of God is this, is that I put your needs ahead of uh, your best interests above my best interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think we'll pick up there next time. I think that's a great spot. You better write that down. (laughs) Noted. So, man, well, thank you for going through this. That that was uh, that was good stuff. I hope everybody out there enjoyed. Um, Again, what's the website they want to get? It's 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 www.word.innerarmor.us. Gotcha. Okay. Inner arm, and then there's this says like to that it says like handouts. You could just like right. click on the handouts, and those are up there. Yep. There's tons like the good and evil list is up there. The uh, all this stuff that we talk about. Yeah. So if you like what you heard, get that stuff. Start your little uh, daily spiritual workout in the mornings or whenever you want to do it. And um, man, any questions, hit us up at logosuncovered at gmail dot com. And uh, man, it's been fun. Look forward to the next time. Hope everybody out there has a great uh, rest of your day, and hope you're blessed wherever you are. And we will see you next time. Bye for now.